Section Zero of An Explorer in the Air Service. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Asterix. An Explorer in the Air Service by Hiram Bingham. Preface to Annie Olivia Tiffany Mitchell in token of affection and gratitude preface the writer began to fly at miami in march nineteen seventeen was on duty at aviation headquarters in washington from the first of may nineteen seventeen until the first of april nineteen eighteen was then on duty with the chief of air service in the aef until the latter part of august nineteen eighteen was in command of the third aviation instruction center isudun until christmas nineteen eighteen and on return to washington was again on duty at headquarters until march nineteen nineteen this book is a record of observations made during those two years and is concerned chiefly with aviation training it is hoped that it will be of interest to those who were in the air service and their friends besides being of some assistance to future students of military aeronautics to many of the pilots it may explain the reasons for some of the sufferings which they endured it may serve also as a warning of the evil of unpreparedness nearly all of the errors mistakes and delays to which it refers might have been avoided had the american people insisted on having their representatives in congress make suitable preparation for an adequate army and a well-equipped air service in the event of our being thrown into the world war it may fairly be said that the air service was a genuine expression of the american idea defined by strunsky in one of his charming essays as splendid courage accompanied by a high degree of disorder we lacked men of experience we lacked aviators of mature judgment we lacked able executive officers with a sympathetic knowledge of aviation we lacked airplanes fit to fly against the huns and we lacked facilities for building them the airplane industry was still in the experimental stage no one really manufactured aeroplanes in the generally accepted sense of that word no one had even had any experience in the quantity production of airplane motors yet in july nineteen seventeen congress appropriated six hundred and forty million dollars in the fond expectation that before many months we could obtain twenty two thousand airplanes in other words america expected to win the war in the air and was utterly unprepared to do so the american people laid an impossible task on the shoulders of the officers and citizens who obediently undertook to produce on a gigantic scale and without adequate plans one of the most difficult arms of modern warfare there is no question but that the air service suffered because of its newness and because it was expected to grow in such an incredibly short time from a relatively insignificant part of the regular army to a force more than twice as large as that army was before nineteen seventeen when we entered the war the air service had two small flying fields forty-eight officers 
1330 men and 225 planes not one of which was fit to fly over the lines in the course of a year and a half this air service grew to fifty flying fields twenty thousand five hundred officers a hundred and seventy five thousand men and seventeen thousand planes it was my good fortune to witness this growth at close range particularly as regards the flying personnel among the many officers and men whose devotion to the cause of their country led them to help me with all their strength in the work in which we happened to be engaged together were major j robert moulthrop whose long interest in military history and whose natural tact and excellent judgment made his assistance in conducting the schools of military aeronautics of inestimable value colonel w e gilmore who bore the brunt of the attack when i was chief of air personnel in washington and who with large-hearted generosity gave freely from the wisdom acquired in his twenty years of service in the regular army colonel walter g kilner whose ability as soldier aviator and executive were excelled only by his loyalty to those who had the good fortune to serve under him as i did lieutenant colonel phil a carroll a pioneer among reserve military aviators whose friendly counsel on innumerable occasions helped me out of many difficulties and major tom g lanfear former star fallback at west point veteran of the machine-gun defence at chateau thierry and born flyer whose faithful cooperation as my executive officer at issoudun was indispensable to success i only wish it were possible to mention by name all of the officers and men with whom at one time or another i had the honour to be associated they made me proud of being an american in the face of blind unpreparedness stupendous obstacles and the necessity for utmost haste they drove valiantly and unremittingly to make the air service worthy of american traditions our chief regret was that we were not sent earlier into the conflict hiram bingham yale university may nineteen twenty end of preface